Ready and racing. Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Hi everyone, welcome to the Dogcast brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. My name is Diane Demanovic and I'm your host today. Unfortunately, Sean Matheson is away this week. However, I am joined in the studio by Radio TAB race caller, Mr Tim Edwards. Welcome, Tim. Yeah, hi Di. Uh, hello everyone. Uh, yeah, looking forward to the Dogcast this week. It's been a massive week uh, last week and of course we've got a huge week coming up this week with the Gawler Cup. Coming up in today's Dogcast, we will review the week that was and look at the upcoming Gawler Gold Cup on Sunday. We'll have a chat to the man behind the successful SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed and we will flash back to one of the more memorable Gawler Gold Cup wins. The Week in Review. Week in Review brought to you by Chase's Restaurants or You Can Eat Buffet, only $30 every Thursday night at Angle Park, only at the Dogs. Yeah, it's been a big week, uh, Di. Of course, we turn our attention back to all the way back to last Thursday night. Of course, we had the classic prelude final. Um, a couple of other good races there on the card last Thursday as well. But let's just touch basically on the classic prelude final first. The heats were run the previous Wednesday. We spoke about this last week, Sean and I, and uh, we both sat here thinking that Times Right was just about immoral to win that classic prelude last Thursday night. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, Times Right came out running, got a nice clear run early. Um, there was a bit of trouble out wide, which enabled him to get a nice run through on that first corner. Now, he ran a time of 29.92. He was able to sit outside the leader early, Agent 13, and quickly put her away down the back. And he's a nice dog times, right? Cameron Butcher's got a, a fairly big opinion of him, I think. He's progressing well. Look, he was beaten in the heats uh, the week prior. But uh, as Sean and I said last week, uh, we, we felt he would bounce back on Thursday night, and he did. The sectionals he ran, he ran 4.47 early, which is which is okay. 16.86 down the back and uh, and 13.06 on the way home. So he got the job done. He defeated Victor Caleb, who sat second. I think Victor Caleb's going really well. I just prefer Victor Caleb when he's out in the lead. Um, he's probably not as a successful greyhound um, chasing from behind, but uh, on Thursday night he was able to sit behind Times Right and uh, run home in second placing. Agent 13 ran third and trained by Ben Rawlings, as I said, was the early leader in the race. So, look, it was a wonderful race, uh, good prize money at stake, and and these greyhounds are all going particularly well. Victor Susie ran fourth, and, and Victor Max ran fifth. So Cameron Butcher, it's been a while since we've seen Cameron with a top-liner greyhound, but I think he might be starting to get one here with times right. He's had some great dogs in the past, Cameron, with the likes of On Fire and Worm Burner. So that was the classic prelude on Thursday. Um, we also had a stayers race there on Thursday night, and uh, it was a terrific race. Uh, we had, uh, of course, these greyhounds, the likes of Canley, Jet, Jeebus, Bird, and On Fire, are starting to basically race every Thursday night. And the last two times, Canley Jet's had the better of them, and that's happened again on Thursday night. Canley Jet, he was able to run a time of 43.17. He was able to basically jump. He's jumping probably better than he ever has right now, and he was able to posse up right near the speed. And, and when he took the lead early on in the race, well, he was always going to be the one to beat. Jeebus Bird is a very consistent dog, and he's chasing harder than he ever, ever has, I think, at the moment. And he ran second and on fire. Well, the champ, I think that was his fourth run back from memory now on fire. So he's getting fitter with each run. But look, the front two got away from him, which would, one, probably tell me that on fire is probably not the dog he was. But at the same time, he, he is going to win some of these races over the 7.31 in the coming weeks. So uh, the official result there, Kenley Jet ran 43.17, defeating Jeebus Bird and on fire. So that was Thursday night. 
Now, we had a massive night at Gawler on Sunday. Of course, we've got a huge week ahead of there this week at Gawler, but we had the classic sprint heats. We had four heats of the classic sprint. Now, these this final will be run on Sunday night. We also had two heats of the Stayers Cup, which also will be run on Sunday night, which we'll touch about in the preview a bit later on. But uh, as far as the heats of the classic sprint's concerned, this race was over the 400. Uh, heat number one was taken out by Jack in Black, uh, trained by Des Hockley. He ran 22.99. Gee, he pinged out from box one. He was able to lead all the way. There was trouble in behind him. So, look, uh, his whim was probably a little bit flattered by the trouble that was behind him. But, look, he's a very fast beginner, and that will uh, hold him in good stead uh, for Sunday night. Uh, Heat number two was won by Emily Jose. Now, this is a greyhound that's improving with each run. Found the rail mid-race and was able to rail home and win, defeating Zoometrical. Uh, The time was 23.10. The difference is, I think, with Emily Jose is can sometimes miss the kick. So that's going to be a trouble if uh, come final night if that happens. Uh, heat number three was taken out by Benno. Now, this dog's absolutely flying for Yvonne King. Uh, he ran a time at 22.90. He loves Gawler. He was the quickest heat there on Sunday, and he loves a wide box. So, look, he jumped well. He was able to muster up, and he was able to defeat Steele, who's racing well. His early sectional of 8.66 was very good. And if he draws the right box on Sunday night, he is going to be very hard to beat. So uh, he does love Gawler, as I said, and he had the quickest early sectional and the quickest time for the race. And the final heat was won by Kraken Back, trained by Michael Widolt, one of the locals. Uh, it ran, uh, what did it run? It ran 23.11. Uh, look, it jumped okay, got a clear run down the back, and everything fell into place for him. So of the four heats, I would think Benno was clearly the best performance there of the uh, the heats of the classic sprint on Sunday night. So they were the classic sprint heats. The Gawler Cup stay, or should say the Gawler Stayers Cup heats were ran as well. Bella Veden won the first heat. Now she ran 38.27. A uh, bit surprising. She jumped well. She led. She was taken on down the back and she sh- still was able to hold them off on the line. So it was a terrific win. Great run by Santan Sam who flew home to run second. He will be right for the cup on Sunday night. Uh, he's a definite player. Phil's Green ran third. Heat number two was won by Spring Spinner. He ran the quickest time of the two heats. He ran 38.10. Very good run. Squeezed out early, but found the rail mid-race, and he was very strong late. And if he gets any luck Sunday night, he'll win. Max Jake ran second, found the line well. Comatose ran third. So of the two Stayers Cup heats, I clearly think Spring Spinner was the best-performed run. I think Max Jake and Santan Sam both have improvement coming out of them. So that was the Gawler uh, Stayers Cup heats on Sunday and the classic sprint heats as well as uh, we touched on the classic prelude last Thursday. That was the week that was in Greyhound Racing in South Australia. It's here, the 2018 Gawler Gold Cup on Sunday, November 4th. A great value night out for the whole family. Full of hot greyhound racing action with free face painting and rides for the kids. Plus food vans, music, on-course bookies and more. The 2018 Gawler Gold Cup, Sunday, November 4th. Entry is just a gold coin donation. Gates open at 4.30pm, racing from 5.30pm. Nixon Terrace, Gawler. Gamble responsibly. The Preview. The Preview is brought to you by SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. Search at the Dogs SA and get on board. As always, gamble responsibly. 
Yeah, as far as the preview is concerned this week, fields aren't uh, yet put up on the uh, on the on the website. Of course, for Sunday night, uh, Sunday night's a big night. It's uh, Gawler Cup night. It's going to be a wonderful night. We should touch on some of the things that are happening out there. Uh, Di, just before we touch on the uh, on the preview of Thursday night, there's a lot of things happening at Gawler on Sunday night. They have the uh, the I think there's some face painting and some rides out there for the kids as well, Di. Yeah, that's right. I think we've got rides at Jumpy Castle for the kids. Uh, free face painting. Um, what else do we have? I believe we've got some music. Yep. Um, I know that Sean Noack's definitely organised quite a bit for the kids, and it's definitely family-friendly. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, it's a basically a twilight meeting starting at around the 5 o'clock times. Times aren't official yet, but that's what time will be basically kicking off on Sunday night. Uh, there'll be, as I said, some live music there as well. Great spot gawler for the kids to get out the front and get right up against the fence because they get the opportunity to see, particularly at the 5.31 start, at Gawler Die, they get to go right up against the fence. They can see the dogs jump and lots of room for the kids to, to muck around and play out the front. Oh, absolutely. It's just it's always great for the kids to get up close and personal with the greyhounds and give them a bit of a pat afterwards. They just absolutely love it. Yeah, it's a gold, to- gold coin donation to get in on Sunday night. So if you're sitting back thinking about what you're going to do on Sunday night, it's going to be lovely weather. I think predicted early 20s. Uh, big night there at Gawler on Sunday night. The, the, the cup field, of course, and the other fields around it will be uh, released at some stage today. But as I said, we'll have the Stayers Cup final, which the heats will run on Sunday. We'll have the uh, Classic Sprint final, and we'll have the Gawler Gold Cup final. Now, the heats are being run today at Gawler for the Cup. So we've got some terrific heats there today. Honcho Manelli is uh, probably the headline act going out to Gawler today. Um, he'll be uh, participating in the heats. He'll have box number three to uh, navigate on today in the heats. Um, other dogs to be competing. Alpha Rayon's there as well today. It was one of the fancies for the Adelaide Cup. Master Chaos is also nominated today in the heats. Uh, what else have we got there? We've got uh, Shimmer Breeze, who, of course, was the winner of the Strathalban Cup. Uh, Oshkosh Ernie V. It's a, probably the best uh, Gawler Cup heats I've seen for quite some time. Smart Knocker is also there as well. Now, he trialled around Gawler last week in readiness for the heats today. Um, I think he's going to be very hard to beat. He's drawn box number eight there in uh, heat number three, I think it is today, or heat number two, in fact, of the Gawler Cup. So really looking forward to seeing how this final unfolds. But, um, yeah, definitely Smart Knocker, for mine, should be winning heat number two. Uh, as far as Heat 1's concerned, Shimmer Breeze and Master Chaos look to be the main two in that heat. I think Hold the Doors some chance in Heat number 3. Obviously, Honcho Manelli's going to start the short price favourite. If he gets any luck, he'll win. But Hold the Doors are roughly there at a good price in Heat number 3. In Heat 4, we see Fabwick, of course, who was the favourite for the Adelaide Cup, draw box 4. So, as I said, I think it's one of the best Gawler Gold Cup heats I have seen and really looking forward to seeing the final there on Sunday night. As far as what's happening on Thursday night... Uh, we've got a program there with uh, 11 races, Quaddy Legs 5, 6, 7 and 8. As far as the best bet is concerned, I think Lonely Cowboy might win on Thursday night. Look, he's drawn box number one. He's record from the red. I think he's had four wins from box number one. He's had five runs from the red. So very good strike rate from the inside. He's been drawing wide. He's been jumping only fairly. Look, I think he's a great chance to posse up second or third here. I think Sally's girl might lead. And if Lonely Cowboy can sit in second, I think he can run her down. So I'm happy to make race nine, number one, my best bet on the program. If you're playing a quaddy, uh, these are the numbers that I would play. In leg number one, I'd go three, four, and seven. Roxy's Daisy, Twitchery, and Max Pick. Leg two, I'd put the one and the two in. Lenny the Jet and Max Cobra. Uh, 
basically leg number three, I would go the one and the five, come on Enzo and Emily Zero. And, he, and uh, leg number four, I'd go the one and the five again. Nation's drawn the red. He's a risk there from the red, but if he gets any luck, he'll win. Mapunga Gal, the other one that uh, is a definite winning hope there. So if you're playing the quaddy, three, four, and seven into one and two, into one and five, into one and five for me. My best bet, race nine, number one, Lonely Cowboy. And we can't wait to see what uh, unfolds with the Gawler Cup Eats today. And, of course, uh, the big night there on Sunday night. So uh, that's the preview for Angle Park on Thursday. And uh, we'll keep a close eye on the heats at Gawler today in readiness for the final on Sunday night. Now the kids are all at school. I was wanting a fur baby to keep me company. But we're always away during school holidays. Then one of the school mums told me about Gap SA's foster care program. <laughs> Not kids. That ship has sailed. Adorable retired greyhounds. They give unconditional love without back chat or needing extra pocket money. Now I'm the one getting pocket money. Yep, Greyhound Adoption Program SA give me everything I need, including a weekly payment. It's only a six-week commitment. Check it out. GapSA.org.au. Best thing I ever did. The Interview. Well, today's interview is with the man behind DRSA's successful Twitter feed, Mr. Todd Gray. Welcome to the Dogcast, Todd. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Much appreciated. Todd, um, wonderful to be talking to you right now. We're going to touch on a lot of things, but um, you're a man of many, many trades, and we'll touch on that shortly as well. But uh, I guess for those people listening, um, obviously social media is a, a massive part of, uh, of anything these days, and, and you're the man behind the At The Dogs SA Twitter feed. You've got quite a following, and uh, I guess um, th- that's enjoyable for you. you. You love getting on there and you know, throwing some banter around, but you've created quite a following now, haven't you? I have, yeah. Um, oh, heavens, I was thinking of how long I've been doing this, actually, a couple of years now, and yeah, I can't believe how much it kind of takes off. Like you said, you can't go anywhere these days without social media somewhere being attached, and it's a great idea to do for the Greyhounds, because it does. The amount of banter it creates and you know, people talking about it, and at the moment, it's nearly always positive, which is a fantastic thing, and yeah, it's, it's, just, good. it's just good fun. I really do enjoy it, actually. It's one of my favourite things, just to get on there, throw out a few tips. A lot better when you're obviously tipping winners, but... Um, yeah, just the reaction from the people is fantastic. We'll touch on your career shortly, Todd, but uh, let's go back and, and have a look at, uh, I guess, your involvement in greyhound racing in South Australia. The grey name is uh, is quite significant in greyhound racing in South Australia. It goes all the way back to, to your grandpa, John, who obviously we now have a race in memory of him uh, each and every year. And, of course, your dad, Vaughan, I know when I got involved as a, as a young race caller, Vaughan was uh, one of the big bookmakers here in South Australia. And I, I remember you as uh, you know a youngster, Todd. You're still quite young anyway, but uh, I remember you at the track as well at Gawler and, and some of these other tracks with your dad, Vaughan. So the involvement's always been there from a family point of view. Is that how you got involved with it straight away? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I've been involved since I was knee high, you know. Um, and like I said, I'm still, you know, I still feel kind of young. The only part of me that feels my age is my hairline, Tim, but such <laughs> is life. Um, but yeah, like, it's, not a, it's not a coincidence our last name's Grey. I was literally born into it. Um, both my parents on both sides, my mother Pam and obviously my father Vaughan, and both my grandparents as well, Alec Oliver on my mother's side, and John Grey, he's still, and I'm not being biased here, it might sound like it, was one of the best that the game will ever see. He was uh, an amazing trainer, um, a little bit of a tempered bookie, like most are, but mm. as a trainer, he, he could just look at a dog and tell you what was wrong with it, where it is. He, he was just an amazing muscle, muscle checker. And he got taught by a guy called Doug Payne, who we all know there's a yeah. race named after him as well. But yeah, I think it's been 
oh, nearly 50 years, I think my family's been going around. Now, um, John started training, and obviously um, my dad did a little bit as well, but he was more interested in the bookmaking side. Then there's my grandmother, Aileen. Um, my, my uncle, Howard, he's still trained over in um, Ballarat. Um, I just saw them a few days ago. So they still train as well, but it, you know, they're getting out of it now because, um, unfortunately, age catches up with everyone. But, yeah, it's just three generations on both sides, you know? And, of course, a, a JRSA name, a race in honour of John each and every year, which is quite a thrill. And your dad's still doing some stuff there at the track. Uh, he's one of the best judges that I know at, uh, in greyhound racing in South Australia. Todd, he's obviously still enjoying it. Yeah, he is. Um, he, he doesn't know how not to do anything, which is related to greyhounds. And once again, he's, he's a bit of a marvel in his own. Like, I used to go to trial nights and that with him when I was really young. I was really keen on that. And he would watch, you know, he'd watch 10 black dogs go around. And he'll be able to tell you what all 10 of them are. Their race names and all that just based off their stride, off the bandages they wear, off the little markings they have. And I'm sitting up in the double towers, you know, looking down. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he does, still does it, to be honest. But, um, yeah, he, 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 he will be in the Greyhound racing until the last day. He doesn't know anything. He doesn't want to know anything else. He absolutely just lives, eats and breathes the sport. Yeah, he certainly does. Um, that's your background in the in the racing game, Todd. Uh, you've got quite a, uh, I guess, a, a challenging career ahead of you. But you certainly, it, it's it's an industry, I guess, that many people are fascinated in. It's a wonderful industry if you can break into it. But just tell us a bit about your acting career at the moment. Obviously, you've you did a show earlier this year at the Fringe, I believe, here in in Adelaide, and you've travelled overseas lately to you know progress and try and get into a, a very difficult career. But uh, you're obviously very good in it, and it's very obviously passionate to you, Todd. Tell us about Dakota. Oh, yeah, I really appreciate you letting me talk about this. So, yeah, I haven't chosen the easiest um, field to try to get involved in, obviously. But, uh, you know, at the moment I've still got a few jobs to support the career, and hopefully one day the career means I you know, might not have to keep, you know, finding your job here and there. And I still want to be the Twitter feed until, you know, the day it ends, because I, I love doing it, but... Yeah, Kokoda. So I finally, after about seven years of just taking on small gigs and little gigs and that, got to do a show which is very close to myself. Obviously, Kokoda based on the uh, track in World War II. My grandfather on my mother's side actually was part of the um, one of the units who went up there, the 39th Battalion. So I got to share his story and his background. And I knew absolutely nothing about war. It was something I tried to avoid my whole life. War and religion, things I tried to avoid my whole life. And doing the research on it and getting to see what my grandfather went through and what he did and all that, you know, and he was one of the characters. He passed away when I was very young, but, you know, larger than life, always the centre of attention. He never once meant to be the centre of attention. So doing this show, I felt closer to him, you know, 20 years after his passing than I ever have. So just telling a story about the day, you know, this naive young man gets off the boat in Papua New Guinea to the day he goes back on as a, you know, guard, war-hardened kind of veteran. And I did in Adelaide. And I sold out about half the shows, which is surprising, but obviously a lot of friends and family supported it. So I took it over to Scotland at the biggest fringe festival in the world, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. We got good reviews, we got solid numbers, and it was just amazing to kind of pick something like that off the bucket list. You know, to travel to the world, outside the world, to do something you want to do for, you know, a living for your career, it's just a, just a marvel. And fingers crossed, you know, it leads to something else. But even right now, you know, I'm, I'm in Victoria at the moment going around doing a couple of little stand-up comedy gigs and all that. So it's good to actually be, it's good to be busy for a change, Tim, because if you're not busy, you're bored, and I don't like being bored. Yeah, difficult thing to do, I guess, get up there on stage in front of many people and perform like you do. And as I said, it's uh, it's a credit to yourself, Todd, because you've been able to take this show overseas and, and try and break into the market over there. And I know you're very passionate about your acting, and, uh, and obviously, no doubt, perhaps next year at the Fringe, we might see you again. That's coming around pretty quick. 
Yeah, it is. I know you'll definitely see me. I'll be involved in um at the moment I'm involved in uh, in two shows. I'm possibly looking at a third one. Obviously doing a, a bit of stand up and all that. They're going to do like a state of origin over there, so it's going to be a whole whole bunch of South Australian comics, and we go head to head on certain nights with the Victorian comics. So a bit of a uh, state of origin. Obviously having a uh, home ground advantage, I think we should be solid favourites. Um, and then yeah, at the moment, my next one's actually looking at doing a uh, ghost tour in Adelaide, being part of a uh, ghost tour at the West Terrace Cemetery. So I'm keeping myself busy. So it looks like I've got at least two shows lined up for the Fringe. But, you know, acting's uh, if you want to do the acting thing, you need to find jobs outside the Fringe. And that's where it starts to get a bit challenging. But all you can do is just keep grinding away and, yeah, see where the road takes you, I guess. Yeah, now you're doing well, mate. Well done, Todd. Uh, and I guess before we close, just a question without notice. Gawler Cup this weekend. I know Gawler's a... A big part of you. I know yourself and your dad have been out there many times. Uh, Gawler Cup's always a wonderful night. The heats are being run today. Have you got a Have you got a selection that uh, you know for the listeners that I guess a dog that might make the final there on Sunday night and be very hard to beat? Yeah, well, I always try to find one. Which you know, the first thing is obviously getting into the final, and then the box draw is a big part of it. But they are four absolutely amazing heats today, and I'm having a look at um, a few of them right now, and I reckon there's a it's gone around about nine or ten dollars in the heat, and I reckon it will lead. And if it, if I, I think it can always hold on. Um, a dog called Hold the Door, but for Kevin Bewley, it's got the red today in its heat, and I reckon it's a good chance at leading. Honcho Minelli's in it, and if he gets a clear run, he'll he'll gun him down. But I don't know if he's been the Gawler before, so I always stick with the ones you know rather than the ones you don't. So he'll get into the final. He should be a bit of odds, but the main thing is I reckon he will get into the final. And that's what you need to do to be part of it. Well, I don't know. You weren't listening to me before, Todd, but I was, I was also tipping hold the door. So we're both on the same one now. So let's hope that uh, he can get the, the job done today in the heats. Oh, fingers crossed. I swear I wasn't copying you. I give you my word. But I, I, completely, I think we see the same. I think you'll lead. Mm. And it's actually going to be easier to run down. Todd, it's been great talking to you. There's lots happening in Greyhound Racing at the moment. We could talk for hours, but we've only got a certain time. Uh, best of luck with Dakota. You're doing a great job with the uh, the uh, Twitter feed at the moment for Greyhound Racing SA. You've got a big following, and uh, we really appreciate your support. No, no worries at all. Wouldn't it be possible without the RSA? So much to appreciate And, yeah, I'll keep on throwing out a couple of tips, and let's hope we can keep throwing out a couple of winners. All right. Thanks, Todd. Ah, too easy. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. Cheers. Todd Gray, our guest this morning. The Flashback. Yeah, the flashback today, of course, we're looking uh, back at some of the Gawler Cup heats, uh, or Gawler Cup winners, I guess we could say, and uh, we look back here to a dog that uh, took everyone by storm in his whole career, and we're referring here to Gun McBain. He was a, an incredible dog, and we're looking back to, to 2015 when uh, Gun McBain took out this final. So let's have a listen. This is race number eight. Over the 5.31... And Gun McVeigh, a dollar and ninety now. The short price favourite looks a very good chance to spear to the front. There will be pressure from Calden Balerian. Aston Wingard could show pace as the last few move in. So we're right to go. Green light on. The bucket of beef Gawler Gold Cup final. They're ready to race. Set. And away, Gun McBain speared out beautifully. Going to find the lead from Emily Lover. Gun McBain by three on Emily Lover to that bend. Hailstorm Billy getting through. Then Cosmic Wild behind those. Calden Valerian. Next, Aston Wingard, who's doing what and zipping Bart, but down the back at Gun McBain. Eyes opened up here, out by seven or eight. Hailstorm Billy charging in a second. Uh, then Emily Lover, Calden Valerian up to the bend. Gun McBain five in front. Hailstorm Billy running on. Gun McBain clear though, and Vader Ros takes the goal. 
Bowler Cup, Gun McBain by five, second Hailstorm Billy, third Emily Lover, then Calden Balerian. Uh, behind those next came Aston Wingard, Cosmic Wild, Zipping Bud, and who's doing what back at the tail? Sensational run, 30 and 33. Yeah, Gun McBain, what a great uh, greyhound he was. Uh, he participated in 168 races. He actually holds the record at Angle Park for the most wins at that track, and uh, whether it be over the 5.15 or the, or the 600, as he got later on in his career, he was just a, a terrific dog, and uh, what a wonderful performance that was in the Gawler Cup. So we look back there in 2015 with Gum McBain, and, of course, we all our eyes are, uh, are uh, pointed towards the Gawler Cup this Sunday night. Who will write themselves into the history books? I'm not quite sure at this stage, but looking forward to seeing what unfolds this week in the Gawler Cup, Di. Well, that is it for the Dogcast for now. We hope you've enjoyed the last six weeks. We certainly have enjoyed putting it together every week. We'd love to know your feedback on the podcast, so please drop us a line either by email, marketing at grsa.com.au or just drop us a line on Facebook. As always, thanks for tuning into the Dogcast and we hope to see you at the track soon.